Hello, lovely. I'm so glad to be here with you today. So very often, we as believers forget what it is that we have in our hands. We also forget that we are responsible for what we fill our storehouses with. Both of these things are functions of our stewardship. There are three areas of stewardship that we as believers tend to forget. The stewardship that God has given each one of us. It's these three areas of stewardship that we're going to have a look at today. And they are very basic, but also fundamental to living according to the paradigm of the kingdom of God. I want to ask you that if you have been blessed by this podcast or any of the episodes that you've heard in any way, and you'd like to help keep the good way on the air, you can do so by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way, where you can give a tax deductible donation. The link is in the notes for this episode. Welcome to The Good Way with Jenna Jandro, Integrative Nutrition Health Coach, Master Herbalist and Essential Oil Specialist, a part of The Good Way Ministries Incorporated. I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm a Bible-loving, food-loving, totally sold-out-for-God Christian woman, serving God in my church and community with everything that I am and helping others to do the same. You know you're called to serve God in a unique way, but feel pulled in so many directions and can't seem to find the time and energy to focus on what God is calling you to. I'm here to help you take back control of your health and wellness, to find the energy and focus that you need to achieve the things God has put on your heart through biblical nutrition, intentional living, and building right relationships. If you're ready to move from just surviving to thriving, then grab your green smoothie and come walk with me along the good way. How many times do we pray for healing as believers, but it never once crosses our mind to change the way we eat or live? How many times have we looked forward with anticipation to the new heaven and the new earth, but never thought to care for the one we currently have? And how many times do we pray for revival but fail to realise that our actions, even when we're not at church, affect the whole body of Christ worldwide. How often does it even cross our minds that God has given us stewardship over our bodies, our planet, and the household of faith? And with that stewardship comes both authority and responsibility. In Luke 12, 42 to 48, it says, And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise manager or steward whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour that he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his master's will 
but did not get ready for or act according to his will will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. Everyone to whom much is given of him, much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. So often in the church, we think of stewardship only in terms of finances or spiritual gifts and talents. But we fail to look at the more basic and fundamental things that we have in our hands. In Exodus 4.2, it says, Yahweh said to him, Moses, what have you got in your hand? And he said, a staff. The staff of Moses was a symbol of his authority and his sphere of influence. Today, I want to help you see that there are things in your hands, things you have authority over and a responsibility to steward well. And I'll give you some simple steps that you can take to start to do so. The first of these is your body. It doesn't get more universal or fundamental than this. And as you know, I can do whole episodes on this alone. So I'm going to try and make this as clear and clean as possible. Do you know that you have a stewardship over your body? A stewardship given by God? What does this mean? And how do you do it? A. Food. Eat for blessing and benefit, rather than comfort and convenience. You can hear more about this in episodes 18, 24, 25, 26, and many more. What we put into our bodies is what we'll get out of them. If we're eating clean, healthy, life-giving foods, like whole plant-based foods eaten in as natural a form as possible, we'll receive life and blessing in our bodies. If we're eating genetically modified, processed, packaged, fast foods full of artificial additives, we can fully expect that illness and disease will be what we receive long term. What you sow is always what you reap. B. Exercise. There's an old saying, move it or lose it, and it is very true. We need to move frequently, even if you start simply by standing up regularly throughout the day, walking up the stairs instead of taking the elevator. Squatting, reaching, climbing, jumping, stretching, all of these things we need to do on a regular basis or we'll lose the ability to do them. C. Clean water. Water is so important for our bodies, both internally and externally. We need to drink sufficient water each day to maintain good hydration. But water is not just for hydration. It's also an excellent purifying agent and helps to flush our bodies of toxins and contaminants that we are exposed to on a daily basis. Drinking plenty of clean water and washing regularly is so important for our general health. D. Rest. Rest is a biblical principle that goes back to the very beginning. Genesis 2, 1 through 3 says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all of the host of them, and on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and rested on the seventh day from all of his work that he had done. 
So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all of his work that he had done in creation. God neither slumbers nor sleeps, but he does rest, and because he does, we know that we need to. Throughout scripture there are admonitions to rest, to keep the Sabbath day holy, to be still and know, I am God. So how do we do this? By setting up nighttime routines that help us to get regular sound sleep. How much we need will vary from person to person, but the general rule of thumb is seven hours a night for adults. By taking a day off weekly and allowing yourself time to unwind, decompress, or whatever that term you can think of that means to you stop thinking about doing and spend some time simply being. And by taking regular vacations, preferably away from your regular routine, to try something new, even if it's simply to sit beneath a tree or by a lake. E. Self-control or discipline. This is something that's not talked about much these days but is vitally important. If we are to be good stewards of our bodies, God has given us, we need to exercise self-control. This is part of the fruit of the Spirit. This includes control of our tongues. We are accountable to God for every idle word we speak. Control of our appetites. This includes foods we crave, things we watch, read or listen to and any physical activities we engage in, including sexual activity. We are called to present our bodies to God as a living sacrifice. Romans 12.1 says, I urge you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Being a good steward of our bodies is an act of worship, to God. The second stewardship that I want to look at is that of the earth and all it contains. Again, this is a subject I could spend a lot of time on, but I'm going to keep it concise for today and I will cover it in more depth in another episode. This is the very first stewardship God gave to man and it's fundamental to our role as human beings. And yet in the church, this stewardship is often not just forgotten, but despised and relegated to the realm of hippies, greenies and tree huggers. Whereas scripture tells us in Romans 8.19 that all creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. Why is that? To answer this question, we need to go back to the beginning. When God created man, He gave him dominion and stewardship over the earth and all it contained. So when man sinned, the curse of sin came upon not just mankind, but the earth also. And thorns and thistles grew up on the earth. In Isaiah 55 it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For you shall go out with joy, 
and be led forth with peace and the mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and all of the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. It is only by the turning to God through the gift of Jesus, for as by one man's, Adam's, disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by one man's, Jesus' obedience, the many will be made righteous. Romans 5, 19-20 By those who are called to be the sons of God, that the earth will be released from the curse of sin. Because Jesus' death reconciled all of creation to God. Colossians 1, 12-20 For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on the earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And again in 2 Chronicles 7.14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. All throughout scripture, the healing of the land is linked to the turning of God's people back to him. This is a biblical principle that goes hand in hand with the first stewardship that God gave to man, the stewardship of the earth and all it contains. So how can we be good stewards of the earth? First, by remembering that just as being a good steward of our bodies is an act of worship to God, so too is our stewardship of the earth. And as in all things, if you want to make a difference, you must first start at home, one small step at a time. The most significant damage to the environment currently is being caused by things that have been introduced in the last 100 to 150 years. So here are three really simple things that you can do to help protect the earth from the damage those things are causing. The first is to eat food that is grown without herbicides and pesticides. Start with eating as much organic food as you can and work towards eating organic foods grown locally and in season. You will not just be doing your body a favour by doing so, but you'll be doing the planet a favour also. The more people stop eating chemical-loaded foods, the more producers will stop growing them. Second, work towards removing plastics from your home. You can start by not buying bottled water. Buy a water filter and a reusable water bottle. You can even get reusable water bottles that have their own filter already in place. Use glass or ceramic containers for storing food or wax paper or cloth for sealing in freshness. The third is, when possible, to make the choice to walk or cycle instead of driving. It's really simple. This will not only help the planet, it'll also help you too. These are three really simple steps that can make a huge, dramatic difference in the environment. The third stewardship is that of the household of faith. 
this last stewardship I wanted to cover today, but we've run out of time. So I will simply say this. As it is, there are many parts but one body. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honoured, all rejoice together. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, then teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing and helping, administering, and various kinds of tongues. 1 Corinthians 12, 20, 26 and 28. We are all part of one body and each of us have an area of gifting or calling within that body and our stewardship is in how we live, realising that we, what we do in our own small part of the world affects the whole of the body of Christ worldwide and in how we walk out our calling and gifting. Both of these areas are areas where we have influence and therefore authority, as well as areas where we have a responsibility to the rest of the body of Christ, to walk worthy of the Lord. For in one spirit we were baptised into one body. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. I want to encourage you, if you have any doubts about what I've just said, Get into the Word of God. Check out the scriptures that I've been quoting from today. Read them in context with the chapters around them. Seek the face of God and ask the Spirit to reveal to you the heart of God and the mind of Christ. And if you've been blessed by this podcast or any of the episodes in any way and would like to help keep the good way on the air, you can do so by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way where you can make a tax deductible donation. The link for this is in the notes for this episode. If this podcast has blessed or encouraged you in any way, then I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to this podcast, write a review, and share this episode with anyone you think will also be blessed by it. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your social media page. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to support you on your journey. You can come join me in the Good Way Community Facebook group, or click the link to let me know if you're interested in one-on-one or small group coaching and you can support The Good Way Ministries and help keep this podcast on the air by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. All the links are in the notes for this episode. And remember, it's a journey. You only have to take one step at a time.